0: Every corner of the digital
1: universe. You cat instantly to the internet. <laughs> I'm E-mailer, E3 Video Phone. Technology called ISMell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I gotta smell a swamp today.
0: Welcome to Water Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And today we'll be talking about Sony BMG copy protection. So, yeah, this is, this is a confusing one. Well,
1: I already forgot the title.
0: (laughs) So it just keeps getting worse. So let's start off with what Sony BMG is. So, Sony BMG was a partnership between Sony and Bertelsmann Music Group. The partnership was founded on March 4th of 2004. One of the reasons for this partnership was that it would allow them to lay off about 2,000 employees, saving the company roughly $350 million a year. Now, Sony BMG was basically a record label company they would produce music, sell CDs. Yeah. So, let's stop here for a second and talk about computer CD drives. So, when computers with CD drives started to become common, record companies started to get a bit nervous about the fact that normal people could now just rip or copy CDs whenever they please. <laughs> And, well, of course, whenever companies get concerned about people copying things, that's where nightmare DRM schemes start popping up. DRM? Digital Rights Management. Oh. So basically, thou shalt not copy because we will stop you.
1: Mm, If I have personal copies for my home, how are they going to catch me?
0: That's another thing. It's apparently perfectly legal to make copies of your own media Mm -hmm. for your own personal use. Mm -hmm. So the legality of stopping you from doing something that's completely legal is (laughs) a bit sketchy. But we'll get back around to specifically copying things later. Right now, let's go back to August of 2000. I'm going to read you a quote from Steve Heckler and yes, that's really his name, who said the following at the America's Conference on Information Systems. Quote, "...the industry will take whatever steps it needs to protect itself and to protect its revenue streams. It will not lose that revenue stream, no matter what. Sony is going to take aggressive steps to stop this." We will develop technology that transcends the individual user. We will firewall Napster at source. We will block it at your cable company. We will block it at your phone company. We will block it at your ISP. We will firewall it at your PC. These strategies are being aggressively pursued because there is
1: simply too much at stake. Okay, I have a lot to pick about that. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, first of all, For a company to do anything about anything, it costs money. So to aggressively do anything, you're probably going to spend more money than what it's worth. And I'm sure everybody's heard of the law of diminishing returns. Like if you're taking oil out of a lake, you can only take out so much. And then if you keep on doing your efforts, you only only get less and less out or other similar concepts. Firewall on your PC, how are they going to make that legal? Like how are they get? How are they even gonna do that? <laughs> oh, an ISP? I oh um. Let's see here. I have a VPN. Boop. Oh nope. I am from England now. Apparently, you don't know where I am. Yeah, also, the the
0: bit about mentioning the phone company and your ISP. Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah. Uh,
1: how? I mean, no. How are they gonna get into all the internet service providers? And convince them, yeah, we need to put up this firewall on every single router, every single all internet-related stuff, so that way we can make sure that people don't steal our stuff, and then people torrent them anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or
1: just download it off of YouTube or something.
0: Yeah, there's problems here with this. <laughs> so let's go back to our story. So... Uh, Back to 2004, or early 2005, it's a bit unclear. Sony BMG began working on their brilliant new way to protect the content of their CDs from unauthorized copying. The project was called Extended Copy Protection, or XCP for short, Using revolutionary new DRM methods, Sony BMG would finally put a stop to unauthorized CD copying once and for all. Details on the development of XCP are a bit hard to come by, and I'm also not exactly sure when it was first put into production, but oh boy, was it put into production. Approximately 22 million CDs were sold with Sony BMG's copy protection.
1: So. Wow. So it went in large scale to a degree. Oh yeah.
0: So let's let's think about this. How would you stop someone from copying a CD? Mm, probably encrypt it somehow. That would be better than what they did. Oh no. So... (laughs) Well, here we go. So, since they were primarily concerned about people copying stuff on computers, they targeted their solution at computers. When a user inserts an XCP disk into a computer, Autoplay runs an installer program. Something called Enhanced CD Installer presents you with a list of terms and agreements. And if you accept the terms and agreements, it will install some kind of music player application. But if you decline the terms and conditions, it will close and nothing happens. However, after the first two million discs, Sony BMG switched to a different variation of software called Suncom MediaMax CD3. What? Yeah, someone in the branding or marketing department of that company should have been fired.
1: Yeah, that name's way too long. I already forgot it.
0: Yeah. So, like the older disks, a terms and conditions window opens when the disk is inserted into a computer. Mm -hmm. But this time, even if the user does not agree to the terms and conditions and chooses not to install the software,
1: a certain piece of software is installed anyway. Ooh, now it's malware because that was not authorized to be put onto the computer, which can lead to lawsuits. (laughs) <laughs> we're just at the tip of the iceberg oh I believe it
0: so what does the software that's installed do
1: hmm if I were to guess oh it deletes all your me- all your other media software no that would make it easily detectable oh okay no hmm remember
0: you just want to stop people from copying it
1: Oh, you just somehow disable the burn image option on everything? Hmm. I don't know, I can't think of anything that would make it not detected, but still work. So please go on. Okay, so (laughs) this is where things get really, really bad. Oh, not just sketchy, just bad?
0: It was already sketchy when it was oh, installing don't. things without the user's permission, yeah, now it's full blown really, really bad, oh boy, <laughs> so <laughs> in order to prevent the user from making copies of xcp disks, well, it would do, yeah, this is beyond sketchy, so the way it achieves its goal is a it's a real real problem, you see. It's a rootkit.
1: No. That's Sorry.
0: no. Sony sold millions of CDs that installed rootkits
1: on users' computers without their permission. Okay, so for the average person, what root basically means is full access to your computer. Like, if I had root access to your phone, I could delete all your stuff. I can lock up Windows and have you pay me a Bitcoin. Just kidding, I wouldn't do that, but... You can do pretty much any... Oh, you can steal passwords easily with root access. With root, you are the admin, admin of the PC and can do anything you want, assuming you know how to do it.
0: And also, rootkits, generally, are completely hidden from the user and undetectable.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. That was worse than I could ever think.
0: So, all of that completely unknown to the millions of people who purchased Sony BMG copy-protected CDs.
1: They didn't have any right to install any sort of software when people decline their user agreement and the installation of their software. If I decline and say no, you say okay and don't do anything. Not, oh, I'm going to put this thing, that gets me full control of your computer. So, it gets... <sighs> it gets worse. Oh, I bet it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so here's where a security researcher named Mark Masinovich comes into the picture. He apparently started to think something was up. And started digging into what exactly these discs were doing.
1: Uh-oh. So
0: let's <laughs> go over a few things he discovered. Apparently, it would quote modify the operating system to interfere with CD copying.
1: Hmm. So I was at least partially right. Yes.
0: So apparently it would somehow make it so your computer would not detect the disk? What? Or something like that? What? Yeah, but I told you, it gets worse. Oh, no. Turns out their rootkit creates security holes that can be exploited oh, no. by other malicious software oh, no. such as viruses or worms. No. Oh. As if that wasn't quite bad enough it also constantly runs in the background eating up your CPU oh do you know how much I don't ah oh. but it says slowing down the user's computer hmm so using enough resources in the background constantly for a noticeable slowdown that's gotta be pretty high when did the guy
1: start digging into it how many years after it came out? It was like the same year. This the same was 2005, okay. I was going to yes. say, because if it's using a lot of resources... That's probably
0: what kind of tipped him off to the fact that something was up.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, most people aren't computer experts, but when I go, hmm, my computer is slow, and I basically go into Task Manager, which gives me access to all my CPU, RAM, all the parts of my computer, what percentage is being used... And I can sort it by what's using the most resources of my computer. See, here's the thing with rootkits. Oh, you can hide it? If it hides itself oh, completely. Some viruses do that. You
0: won't be able to see what's using all of your processing power. It, I don't know for a fact, but maybe it could even hide the fact that the CPU was at a higher...
1: No. Load.
0: Like, maybe it could somehow interfere with Task Manager.
1: I don't know. It can hide itself, but it can't modify actual values of resource percentage usage. I highly doubt that.
0: Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? But it also employs unsafe procedures to start and stop, which could lead to system crashes.
1: System crashes? Seriously? Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> and it has no uninstaller. Great. It's basically impossible to remove.
1: I wonder, are you easily able to tell if a machine, like if a laptop or desktop is rooted? I mean, phones are kind of easy. Mm. Okay, so Windows,
0: if you're an admin, you can basically do whatever you want.
1: Mm, kind of, but yeah. I mean, some things might be a little harder to do because Windows wants to make sure you don't delete any system files or anything, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so you're, if you're an admin Windows user, you're basically root, so. Mm-hmm. So, Mark Masinovich posted the results of his research to his blog, and cybersecurity companies started to notice. Fsecure and Symantec who makes Norton Internet Security, by the way, confirmed that this definitely was a real issue. Uh Uh-oh. He also discovered that the end-user license agreement doesn't even mention the existence of the rootkit. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Which, I mean, it was already bad, but... That's non-existent in the legal terms, that's big, big fines. Yes. Sony BMG
0: went as far as to deny that the root kits were an issue. Oh boy. Yeah. So they when this all started to come out, they just tried to tell people, oh no, it's fine. Don't don't worry about it.
1: Just put it under the rug. Yep. Oh, the rug is bulging. Why is that? (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: near the end of 2005, Sony finally decided to back out of their whole copy protection scheme and recalled millions of unsold CDs from stores across the nation and offered to exchange customers' CDs for versions without rootkits.
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) I mean, good. Yeah, well, I've got a lot left here, and we're almost out of time. This seems like a good place to take a break, so we'll pick up from here next week and talk about the rest of Sony's response to the situation and their attempt to undo some of the damage they had done.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Root kids lawsuits not related.
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna get fun and it, it gets worse. I, I bet so. Yeah, it's there yeah it's there's a lot. So <laughs> make sure you come back next week. Uh, if you enjoy Water-Cooled potato. Consider rating and reviewing us wherever you listen, or maybe even supporting us on Patreon. What do you guys think of two-part episodes? Let us know, wcppodcastmail at gmail.com. If you have any topic suggestions, email us. And as always, we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.